Welcome back to another episode of Meredith with a Y. Today I have on yet another Costa Rica retreat friend, Bianca CP. She is a retreat curator and content creator and friend. And so stay with me as we talk about retreats and curating retreats and plant medicine and everything in between. So stick with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Bianca, thank you so very much for being here today. I'm super excited to dive into all things retreats and ayahuasca and plant medicine and all the good stuff. So thanks for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you again. So good to see you too. It makes me, every time I have one of you all on here and I'm recording, I'm like, and we're going to see each other when again, because we had such a great time. And so much of that was due to the retreat in Costa Rica that you actually curated with Letha. But you were the boots on the ground. You were the person in Costa Rica that was pulling in all the pieces, parts that did make up our retreat. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Thanks for coming and joining so last minute. I know that Lassa and I really did give people two weeks, but (laughs) I'm so grateful to live down here. I've been here since October 2020, and it's been a journey, but bringing people together is truly my favorite thing in the world. So thank you for joining me. Of course. And so you're originally a Canadian. You're from Canada. You grew up there. And now did you live in Canada until 2020? So I'm okay. I'm half Canadian, half Romanian, two passports, but I mainly grew up in Canada and I actually grew up in Toronto Yes, yeah, so I've, I've mainly lived in Canada throughout my life. I did live in Hong Kong for a year when I was in university. And I'm really grateful because I'm half Romanian. I've been traveling a lot throughout my whole life. So I'd always go to Romania in the summers to Europe. And then once I went to university to Hong Kong on exchange, uh, that's when I actually started traveling by myself. And that's when I was 20. So all throughout Southeast Asia, and then later on throughout South America, Central America, some other places too. Yeah. And I do want to get into that because I forgot that you have such a huge passion for going to like Burning Man and you were just in South Africa for that. Africa Burn? Is that how they say? Okay. Africa Burn. And you do a lot of these really cool, amazing music festivals and festivals. And so it's, it so makes sense though, because it's like, girl loves to travel, <laughs> girl loves to get people together to have fun, becomes retreat curator extraordinaire because we did so many cool things on our retreat in Costa Rica. And like when you start thinking, like let's say you and I were working together, which we will to curate a retreat. What is it that you're looking for? Are you looking at age group of people coming male female like what what kind of makes you go to one thing versus another well okay so in terms of age I really think that age doesn't matter it really is about the energy of the person so even with my retreats and actually I have first off I have friends of so many different ages I have some best friends that are 19 and then best friends that are in their 50s or 60s I really don't think it it matters okay in terms of men or women or what gender 
So I host soul sister retreats yeah. as well as the content creator retreats. To me, sisterhood is really important. I have so many amazing female friends all over the world and I love bringing women together. So it didn't, it, it wasn't my intention when I started hosting retreats to have it all be women. It just kind of turned into that. And then I realized I love the soul sister thing. And I'm so grateful to have so many female friends from around the world, but I know that's, that's not the reality for many women and not every woman feels supported by other women. So yeah, so that's what kind of why I like the soul sister thing now. And you do that with Maddie, who I haven't recorded with yet. But Maddie Maple is another one of our Costa Rica friends who will be on the podcast this series. And she was down there with us. And then you guys have already done, what is it? Was it one Soul Sister retreat so far this year? Yeah. So I did, I've actually now done three, but only one has been with Maddie. So I did a retreat in March. And that was with another friend who's now in Mexico off on her own little adventure. My first retreat was March. And then Lassa actually reached out to me about hosting a content creator retreat just a few days before my March retreat began. And so we were on a Zoom call and she's like, wait, so you host retreats. You live in Costa Rica. You live this crazy life. What if we do the same thing, but for content creators? So that's why that happened so quickly. And... Honestly, when I met Maddie at our retreat, we instantly connected and I really felt that sister vibe and truly like you're going to interview her, but I learned more about confidence, Mm self-love and honestly, just believing in myself from a week of hanging out with Maddie than I feel like I had in my whole life. Yeah. So I asked her to host my June retreat with me and then I hosted a mini retreat in July and now we're doing our next retreat together in December. Got it. So you actually do the Soul Sister retreats with different partners, if you will, not just Maddie. Um, so I'm not, I'm no longer doing it with my old partner. Now Got it's it. just me and Maddie. Got when it. I do a retreat, that'll just be me. And so I do the the content creator retreats with Lutha and I love that. Um, and those are for all genders. As long as you are creating content about spirituality, consciousness, festivals, personal development, whatever it is. And that's coming up in February. Yeah. So the next one will be February, 2023. And, you know, I will say, so you talked about me traveling. So I really have created an experience that I think is a mix of the healing and wellness, but also with that fun festival vibe. I love festivals. I love retreats. And so I've kind of taken all the little pieces of, all these different modalities and experiences that have helped me become who I am. And then just like put it into a retreat and almost selfishly, it's like, yes, I'm changing other people's lives, but it's also changing my life because I get to meet such cool people and I get to have these amazing experiences with everybody and learn together, grow together. And it's really fun. I've like, obviously ayahuasca and things like that have been a huge part of my journey, but I don't think we need that in order to heal and learn about ourselves. You can also learn a lot with the fun too. Yeah. There's a magic that does happen on retreats. I can't imagine how cool it would be for your job to create and experience that magic like kind of every month. I think that would be so surreal because it is like being, it's like being on another planet or in some sort of time warp where everyone is really 
working towards, although different goals, still a common goal, oddly enough. And so you might be trying to get over a divorce or a death or a you know, change in job, or maybe you're trying to figure out what you'd like on this planet and who you are and where you're headed next. It doesn't matter. And, or just hang out with other people and go to Costa Rica and, you know, do plant medicine. Like there's so many different reasons and that people head out onto a retreat, but oddly enough, like there is some sort of kismet thing that happens when you bring all these like-minded folks together who it, for better or worse, just want to change something about themselves. They want to be, you know, punched in the face or flicked in the head or I don't know, see a sparkle someplace that they didn't see a sparkle before. And I think that retreats are going to be coming, becoming more and more of a way that people vacation, if you will, so that they are consciously vacationing, they're consciously traveling for reasons outside of, I just want to see a beach. I think people are like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a weirdo, but I think there's so much more to that week off than just laying on a beach every day. Like at the end of it, you're just, you laid on a beach and you're closer to skin cancer. So for me, I love the fact that you're actually adding in all of this and it's not learning. That's what's so crazy about it. It's experiencing, right? I mean, isn't that the whole thing is you're in it. And so when you pick, let's say, aesthetic dance, or when you pick going to a waterfall or a certain plant medicine, you know, are you just like thinking of things that you would like to do and kind of know that others will like to do that as well? Yeah, I honestly, I'm just taking everybody through all the activities that have helped me become who I am. Mm -hmm. So ecstatic dance, for example, has become such a huge part of the retreats because it's so fun. For anyone listening who doesn't know, ecstatic dance is essentially just a giant dance party, but it's free of judgment. So no judgment for yourself, no judgment for others. It's really about feeling into your body and just feeling connected and letting go of things, calling things in. I always say to people, I do my best manifesting on a dance floor, but truly, like I just, I take people through all these different experiences that I really think it's like you go into the experience one person and you'll exit the experience another. I agree with that so much. While also the support of everyone around you. I went into the aesthetic dance because we did two actually on our trip. The one was at home and the other one was at the location that we went to. And the first one I was like super awkward and I didn't really know what to expect and I just kind of bopped around and I might have even given up. I'm not sure. I, I might have like tapped out. And then the second one we went to, it was more like um, I called it like yoga dance because like there was an instructor who was like leading us. And I, I guess she's like one of like the world's like most leading as ecstatic dance DJs in like the world or something. We just happened to like stumble upon her that night. How lucky are we? Like she was fantastic. And she really kind of let the walls fall down. So if anyone out there is listening and is considering going, because we have the Glow Retreat in October 13th through the 16th, which is Letha, myself, and Valerie Inez, and they were down at the Costa Rica Retreat, and now we've created another retreat in Pennsylvania. And so I did actually have someone reach out to me this week, and they're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling the dance thing. Like, that seems kind of weird. I'm like, dude. If, if I didn't sign off on this, it would not be a part of my retreat. So 
If anyone is thinking of going to my retreat or Bianca's retreat or Maddie's retreat and you see a static dance on the list, A, you don't have to do it, right? I mean, that's one thing about retreats that a lot of people throughout the week when we were down in Costa Rica, there were some people at certain times that stayed back. You don't have to participate in absolutely everything. I mean, I told you when I was going to Costa Rica, hey, I might tap out for the plant medicine. I don't know if this is for me. And then I was very comfortable and I did all the things. But a static dance, imagine being like talked through yoga. And it's like, okay, start walking. Okay, just move your arms. And you just, there's music and you're moving. And there's rules though, right? Like no one's allowed to touch you. No one's allowed to talk to you. Help help me explain what a static dance, because I know that there's some people that are like, I'm not sure about this going to either Pennsylvania or your retreat or whatever. It sounds weird. Well, okay. So the one thing with ecstatic dance, I will say is, so I got introduced to it when I was first in Costa Rica and that was at Envision Music Festival in February, 2020. And Envision is, you know, it's kind of a larger scale of what I now like to create. It's that mix of a retreat and a music festival. So for the first few days, there was a lot of ecstatic dance. And I was nervous when I first went, just yes. like how you shared at my yes. retreat, you were nervous about it. I was standing off at the edge because I was looking at everybody just moving and shaking their bodies and doing all these crazy movements. And I was like, wait, can I really move my body however I want? Right. Like, it, aren't people going to think that I'm weird? Aren't people going to judge me? But it's just so freeing when you kind of let go of that and all these stories that society kind of puts on us, like uh, that others are going to judge you based on what you do. So what happens in an ecstatic dance is usually a really amazing DJ playing. The DJ will either just be playing music or he or she will be guiding you through different movements or different kind of experiences. But the music will kind of take you on a journey of those highs and lows so you'll move through all the different emotions. I will always share. I definitely cry on a dance floor all the time. Like I always feel so into my emotions. But it's just a really safe space to just be in terms of the rules. So there's no talking on the dance floor. You're not touching other people. It really is supposed to be your own meditative movement time. Mm -hmm. You can kind of dance with somebody else if you both, you know, make eye contact and you both are kind of in that vibe of wanting to dance together. But for the most part, everybody's going through their own little journey. It's just, it's a lot of fun and it really allows you to move energy through you. I think sometimes people, you know, I do, we do the modalities at the retreat, like the breath work, the meditation, the yoga. But I think there's so much to be said for transforming your life just by shaking your body and having a really good time. Like dancing is fun. That's why even at the retreats, I definitely have more of that ecstatic dance type of dancing. And then we also do a little bit of a jungle party kind of dancing, which is a def definitely a little bit of a different vibe, but healing in its own way. But movement is just so special. So, Well, you know, they've done so much research now that, you know, trauma is stored in the body. It's not like a mind thing. It's a physical body thing that when we work it out. Literally, we are working it out. So that movement really opens up the sinew of a muscle or, you know, the joint or wherever that trapped emotion is being stored. And 
the one thing that really, first of all, it's a hundred percent a static dance is a game changer because, and I think I might've shared this with you when we were down there, everything, especially in, in my opinion, growing up has been about that. My body, my looks, my body, everything about me is for the other person. Right. And so you dancing is for the viewer who is watching you. It's never about I'm just only dancing for me because, you know, someone's going to be like, oh, my God, come over and dance with us. Like, you're going to have so much fun. Like, get like, come on. Come on. Like, it's always this kind of you're just feeling either watched or. Like, you're not going fast enough. I remember I was in a relationship and the person used to always go, you dance too fast. You dance too fast. And you just, everything in life is always so geared towards the viewer and the observer of yourself, right? And so when I was introduced to static dance, and basically the breakdown of a static dance is, here's music, start moving, do whatever the hell you want. Look as crazy and stupid as you want to wiggle your ass, wiggle your arms, shake your hands, roll your, whatever it is, do yoga poses, do push-ups, do sit-ups, do whatever you want. And no one's going to say shit to you, maybe for the first time in your entire life. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one's going to tell you you're doing it wrong. Unless of course you invade someone's space and like do something inappropriate. But you're allowed to just for maybe the first time in your life really kind of go inward, right? I mean, because that's the one thing I noticed about aesthetic dance is you're like, wait, no one gives a shit if I look cool. No one cares if I'm on or off rhythm. No one's going to try to pick me up or, you know, be sexual with me. This is literally my own tango mano y mano of self, which I don't know if there's another thing on the planet. Because even if you're listening to this, even if you do yoga, you know that you're like, oh my God, I don't have my leg quite behind my head the way everyone else does. Or I don't have my child's pose and you know, I don't have my butt all the way, whatever it is, right? With When you're doing yoga, you're constantly comparing yourself. And when you do the aesthetic dance, you're moving so quickly or slowly, but you all of a sudden go inward in a way that I don't think that there's anything else on this planet outside of maybe plant medicine that makes you go inward like that drug-free. Mm-hmm. Right? No, truly. That's that's why I love it. It just allows you to just be and like that's with any experience that I have at the retreats especially the ecstatic dance I just like to create a place for people to explore who they are and the truth of who they are without having to worry about anyone else influencing them it really is about just connecting to your center and just allowing I always feel so much more connected to myself in the universe. It's why I always say I like to manifest on the dance floor because it allows you to get out of your head. That's not to say the first one or two times might not, you might not feel a little bit nervous because I definitely was a little nervous the first two times, but even then 
if you're not fully comfortable with, you know, maybe going as crazy as you want to, that's fine. Just do some stretches or yoga poses on the side of the, yep. the dance floor until you do feel comfortable. Yeah. But the thing is, like, that's why it's so awesome doing it in a group and being able to be inspired by the other people mm. that are going all out. Because then it really, I don't know, it just shows you that it's okay. It breaks you out. Like, I, I'm thinking of, like, you go into a static dance kind of one person and you if you kind of even give it 50% effort which means 50% of going inside and not giving a shit about anyone on the outside if you even give it 50% you will leave a different person in my opinion because all of a sudden you start to recognize that what you need and want if maybe for the first time, if maybe for the only time, what you need and want is allowed to happen in this moment. And it's not about anyone else. It's not about your kids, your spouse, your partner, your friends, anyone on the dance floor. It's not about anything but you. And so unfortunately, you know, not that often are we only thinking about what we want. It's always to please somebody else or to inspire or impress or, you know, whatever it is. And I think so when you so you can do the aesthetic dance with or without plant medicine, clearly, I think what did we do? I don't even remember. Did we do plant medicine that day? I don't even remember. Or the ecstatic dance. No. Yeah. I don't I think that we were like completely. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We had uh, cacao. So cacao, for anyone listening, yes. cacao is a plant medicine. However, it's not a psychedelic. Cacao is what eventually gets processed into becoming chocolate. But in its pure form, it's, and it's ceremonial grade. It's very heart opening. It just allows you to tap even more into that flowy place. And maybe you can describe your experience. I really love the cacao that I get for the retreats. We actually had a cacao ceremony led by someone at the retreat uh, in April for anyone listening. But when I do my soul sister retreats, usually we'll just do a little cacao activation where we set our intentions and drink the cacao before one of the ecstatic dances. Nice. But yeah, it just like, it feels really good. You just feel very connected and it opens your heart a little bit. So I feel like it calms you as well mm. and also energizes you in a weird way at the same time. So cool. Um, and so you have some retreats coming up. I want to make sure we get everything in. I know we spent a lot of time on aesthetic dance, but it, I think it was, it's so fantastic. And not, I mean, not pe a lot of people know about it. And you can find this, by the way, especially if you live next to a big city, just literally Google aesthetic dance, Philly, aesthetic dance, New York, you know, Chicago, whatever it is. Trust me there, it is going on somewhere, whether you realize it or not. So you have soul sister retreats coming up. You're going to have some more in the new year and you always have your applications up on your links and bio. And if anyone's interested in attending one, they can message you on Instagram as well. Or if they want to host a retreat with you in Costa Rica, they should also reach out to you on Messenger and then you can like Zoom with them and and figure out if it's a good fit. Because that is another thing too. You actually get 
every single person that attends your retreat, you interview them and or your partner who's also co-hosting with you. You you guys interview every single person that attends your retreat, which I find so cool, except for me, of course. I was the only one who just yeah. sent my money in, in the history of all retreats of life. <laughs> you know, it's going to go down like that for life that I'm the only lunatic that did that. Um, but so you, you know, so just know if you are going to attend one of Bianca's retreats, that everybody is screened, everybody is interviewed, you make sure it's a good fit for the vibe that you're trying to curate in the retreat that's, let's say, coming up next, yada, yada, so that everyone there is a cohesive fit, right? Yeah. Um, So we do have an application form and we do, we take the time to interview every single person Obviously, the creator retreats, even though we're inviting people to the creator retreats, that's we still do an interview. Um, But for the Soul Sister retreats, and I will do retreats and also mini festival in the future with both men and women. But I do take the time to get to know every single person. Because the thing is, like, I also want to make it so clear. I'm not a yoga retreat. I'm not a strict retreat in any way. You know, if you have a vape, you're allowed to vape. I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm not your mom. Like, and again, like Meredith was, well, like Meredith, like you were saying earlier, like you don't have to participate in everything if you don't want to. We're still in Costa Rica. We're in the jungle. It is so freaking beautiful and healing in and of itself that you're not going to miss out. But yeah, we do. We interview everybody um, because yes, the retreat's a week, but it's so much more than that. Like I, so even the reason I started TikTok was to build community, to really connect, like let's call it soul family of people around the world, people who are super open-minded and into spirituality and consciousness and what this all means and are really trying to make the world a better place. Like to me, it's so important to like spread love and to spread joy and so even before, so yes, yeah. So first I started TikTok and then I started doing the retreats, bringing the family together in person. Yeah. So even before the retreats, we're doing Zoom calls to connect with everybody, to get an idea of what the people attending actually want. So even during the retreats, I do have the, the main things that we always do. You're going to go to some waterfalls. We're going to do ecstatic dance. We're going to go to a jungle party, but we also do workshops. So the workshops do vary based on the group coming. So we'll do things like a confidence workshop, business, manifestation, shadow work. I think the overarching theme for me is I want people to, yes, build soul family, but also understand how powerful we all are and that we are the creators of our own reality. So I have the support before with the Zoom calls. And then after the retreat, we're still doing Zoom calls with the girls. I have a group chat going for every single retreat I've hosted whether it's on WhatsApp or Instagram and also Snapchat now, I want everybody in my life to be so freaking successful and just have the best lives possible. So that's like my favorite thing. And I will share, it's so funny. Someone actually the other day was like, wait a minute, aren't you upset that someone coming to your retreat wants to go and make their own retreat? It's like, no, like I want... Like, I want people to keep doing this and spread this. Like, take what you learn at my retreat, take the things that you loved, and then leave what maybe wasn't for you and create your own version of it. And then just make the world a better place, honestly. 
I don't think that hosting retreats is for everybody. For me, I really believe like this is my purpose is to bring people together and to build community. And I will expand into mini festivals and more curated events going forward. But I was a camp counselor for like (laughs) over five years. Like this is just what I'm supposed to do. And so I'm so happy to inspire as many people going forward with it. (laughs) And you, I mean, like one thing too, that I've always been so inspired by you is like, you're, you solo travel, like you solo travel to Honduras, is it? Like, tell me some of the places that you've solo traveled to. So to everyone out there, and how old are you again? Not to like. So I am 29. I look younger than I am though. A lot of people. So I actually, I hosted a group from LA recently for just like a day experience. They actually found me through TikTok. I made a TikTok about Diplo, manifesting Diplo in Costa Rica. (laughs) But anyways, so it was a group of like 40 to 50 year olds. So I made sure the first thing I said to them, I was like, hey, I am 29. Don't worry. I'm not 20 years old. I'm taking <laughs> into the middle of the jungle. But yeah, I'm 29. And <laughs> But I mean, you solo traveled to, so Africa Burn is like the Africa South Africa version of Burning Man, which is another festival that's in um, the West Coast. Where is Burning Man at? Because I haven't been. Burning Man is in the United States. It's in Nevada, in Nevada. Uh, the desert. Yeah. And it's like week long retreat, lots of community, lots of like all sorts of things going on. Like you're, you're in it. So, you know, you're pulling stuff when you go to all these different places from all these different communities, you're like, okay, that's cool. You're learning and bringing that back and incorporating all of, like you said, all of the stuff that you're learning into the retreats that you do. And I I just think that's so cool because for me, and I've done a million videos and I've done a million podcasts on like, holy crap, please travel because it will change your life. Like literally travel will change your life. It will change your family's life, be it, you know, what lots of different reasons. But I love that you incorporate all the things that have helped you and you know, if you guys aren't following her on TikTok, it's at Bianca CP underscore underscore for both Instagram and TikTok. And she shares all sorts of amazing information on plant medicine, on retreats, on upcoming retreats, how ayahuasca has changed her life, how psilocybin has changed her life. And you like go into why and how and for what reason and, you know, what it's opened up for you. And I know we've talked to Lauren this, you know, on this podcast and also Allie, but I just, if someone wants to host a retreat, please reach out to her. You can do retreats. What would you say? So you just did a day retreat. So you could do something for the day. You can do something for a week. You could do a small group of eight or up to a large group of what would you say? What would you say the largest? So my December retreat, it is full, but that's going to be our biggest one yet. It's going to have 14 women. And then my next content creator retreat, that will actually be a Selva Armonia, where we went for the ecstatic dance and jungle party. That's going to have 20 creators. But um, I just posted a mini retreat for three women. And I actually loved that. It was like I was on a retreat too, having Mm. a smaller group. But yeah, I I can do any size of group I do have people reach out to me you know privately through um, Instagram or even email because that's on my application form and then usually they'll say 
hey, I'm with this group of eight people. Can you create a, a day-long experience for me in Costa Rica? And I'll always do that. Oh, I love that so much. Because, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are traveling down there and making their way through Costa Rica. But, yeah, reach out to Bianca, definitely. She's going to create something completely original, completely amazing, life-changing, like soul-changing, all that stuff. But thank you so, so much for spending this time with me and sharing about retreats and aesthetic dance and you know all the good stuff that you're doing down there yes you do not look 29 so whatever she's doing in costa rica ladies and gentlemen get yourself down there because she might be looking like she's pushing 21 22 so i am all in <laughs> so funny. and you know what it's funny because you mentioned like traveling and burning man the thing is like i'm such a burner it's why like i keep my retreats having that mix of the healing and wellness, but with the fun and the festival vibes. Yeah. Burning Man has changed my life so much. And I always say the things that have made me who I am are Burning Man and Ayahuasca. And like, you know, anywhere you're talking about how can someone else get into hosting retreats? It really is about going to festivals, going to retreats, having these experiences that put you outside of your comfort zone. And I have traveled by myself since I was 20 all throughout Southeast Asia and also like, yeah, like Myanmar, Thailand. I've been in throughout Central America, like Nicaragua, Peru, Colombia, so many other places. And solo travel is amazing. It keeps you on your toes. You learn a lot about yourself. You're also never really alone. You meet people. Yeah. But if for somebody who's new to it, going to a retreat is a great place to first start traveling. I actually have a lot of women who come to my retreats I'm like their first time leaving the United States or leaving Europe, whatever it is. My first solo trip was to see you. This was my first solo trip ever. Like I've traveled by myself to get to someone, right? But I've never done a trip by myself in my whole life. So this was my first time too. Oh, yeah. I was so honored. It's really cool. Like a lot of people, my first experience traveling by themselves. And I think it's a great place to start. And also, it's really cool. You get to meet so many awesome individuals, and so you're never really alone. You'll meet okay. your best. <laughs> yeah, you almost like literally have to like go back to your room and take a like a time out because like, you do. You're like so interested in what everyone there has to say and what they have to offer and what they're about and blah blah blah. Like you're so like you're experiencing all these people for this first time. You know, no one. There's nothing mundane about solo traveling nothing. If you want excitement, if you want to push yourself, if you want to find out who you are, you know, and the other thing too, which I've said before on this, and I said to Allie, when we were down in Costa Rica, I said, I've never been to Costa Rica and I have no one around me to remind me who I am. So if you really want to break out of the mundane and out of your life and out of your shell and really crack yourself open, go on a retreat by yourself get a roommate that you've never met before. Like I did, your mom was my roommate down there and we had never met before. We have never spoken before. Like I literally walked in the room and there she was on the bed on her computer. And if you really want to change it up, go on a retreat by yourself to a place you've never been and just change your life. Cause it's going to change your life. I will say the one thing is like, it's not always going to be happy. Like whatever it is, like, even if you're like, even some the the most important, you know, experiences in my life or weeks in my life, like you'll have the highs, but you'll also have the lows. Like I've been, I always talk about Burning Man, but let's say I've been at Burning Man 
biking across the desert. Like, what am I doing here? I hate this place. Why did I ever come here? I need to leave, but I can't leave. I need to call my mom. I can't call anybody. I'm stuck here. And then it's like an hour later. I was like, I'm never leaving. This is the best place on earth. So, and same with a retreat. It's like, you'll have those moments where you're like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever felt or experienced. And then you might have those moments where you feel sorry for yourself, but it all is so important and it all shapes you and you learn so much from it. And what better place to go through those highs and lows than with a group of people who are fully there for you, supporting you. It's funny because Maddie, my June retreat that I hosted with her, that was the first retreat she hosted. And I remember one of the girls and she hadn't been feeling well the one day and Maddie was, she's like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Mary's not feeling well. I was like, honestly, don't worry. It's part of her process. Yep. But you just kind of have to let it be. We'll, we'll make sure she's okay. But it's just a part of the, the journey of the retreat. And I will say that Mary messaged me yesterday and she's like so excited to come back to Costa Rica. <laughs> yep. Like best week of my life. I can't wait. Can I come in November? So I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you sharing your experience and for inviting me down and including me in your Costa Rica. And I can't wait to get down there again. Like I'm literally like, when can I go again all the time? (laughs) Or I need to send my daughter Skylar down there with you and Maddie. I think that would be so good for her. But yeah, I'm telling you, send your daughters, ladies and gentlemen, send your (laughs) daughters down there with these two gals because they will just fix them right up if they need any fix in. So thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. And I'm sure we will talk so soon because that's just the way that we are. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for you to host your first retreat oh, in October. I know. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So fun. Yeah. And if anyone wants more information, it's glow-retreat.com. It's in Pennsylvania, October 13th through the 16th with Coach Letha J and Valerie Inez. We have a whole website up there about it. Again, glow-retreat. We're starting to, you know, sell, sell, sell. We only have a few spots available. So hurry up and get over there and buy your, you know, four-day adventure with us. Our friend here, Bianca, taught us well, so we will bring you a great retreat. But see you guys soon. See you here next week. Thanks, Bianca. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y. For behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes, please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.